Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 235, Diving In Sofa Cushions, which sounds wonderful to me. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 235. So yeah, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time on their sofa and it's really important that it be comfortable. And there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes into choosing those cushions and deciding which ones are the right ones for you. So Yvonne, I know you've done a lot of research on this, so you want to get us started? Sure. Excuse me. Hey girls, I thought I knew a lot about sofas and sofa cushions. And I mean, I know the basics, but oh my goodness, there's a world of sofa cushions out there. You just don't know what you don't know. Uh, well, hey, I mean, you've got to really want to research this. And here's what I want to say to everybody listening. If you are in the market to buy a sofa, do a lot of research because there is worlds of differences in different brands of sofas. And you want to have one that will hold up, that the fabric will wear properly and the cushions will be comfortable. And I'm coming from, I've, in the last five years I bought, let me think, one, two, three, four, last six years I bought six sofas. Oh my God. Not all for me. What's going on there? I know two for me and then two for our children. And then one, one actually was given to me as a, as a prize and a few other things. So anyway, and they were all very different. And the sofa I have in my family room now is a tale of woe because I'm so unhappy with it. And I paid way too much for it. And literally the um, back cushions are just imploding on each other and becoming like and crushing into nothing. But here's the scoop. There are basically, when I say basic, um, there are so many hybrids of this type, but I'm going to go through the three types of cushions. And these are, we're talking about seat cushions, first of all. On your well, sofa. and you know the the you know a lot of times Europeans refer to pillows as cushions, right? As cushions. so, if you're so listening from the UK, cushions. we're actually talking about the seat cushions where you sit, right? Exactly. So the first type is the all foam, and that's a high density foam core with soft uh, layers of um, convoluted foam, which is that egg crate stuff usually that then it is wrapped in a polyester fiber wrap and then stuffed into, sewn into a downproof sack. And downproof sack is just a um, fabric that is tightly woven. So if you have down in it, the down little, the the, the pins the feathers, of the down. The feathers, I think right, the feathers don't, don't come through. out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Poke, pokey mm-hmm. proof. This usually gives you your firmest seat. And when you think about it, think about a, a, um, sofa that has no wrinkles on the fabric. This is usually your cheapest option, depending on the manufacturer. That's the big caveat, depending on the manufacturer. And um, this can actually last for many years, but it usually gives out in a few. 
because at some point, and we're going to talk about, I want to talk about this in things to know, um, the density, the foam density is a special, a specific measurement of how much weight, now listen to this, in pounds that this foam or the polyurethane foam, because there's also different kinds of foam. You can get soy foam and other kinds, but when you're shopping your common old sofa, it's mostly polyurethane foam. So it's how many pounds can it handle per cubic foot? So the higher the number, the higher the rating, the longer the foam will last. And it should not be exclusively foam because it won't last as long. So it's so important to know, and the number is called the ILD or IFD, and that is the measurement of firmness, which tells you how hard or soft your foam is, hence how durable it may be. So this tends to be your firmer Cushions. These are your fir- the firmer, firmer, but firm. maybe not as long lasting. Right. Not. I'm not referring to longevity, but but firmness. So these tend to be the firmer yes. ones, the ones <clears throat> that stay in place, that pop back into place as soon as you sit up. The, the, right. The, if the if when you are not sit if you sit on your sofa and then get up and it pops back and there there's no wrinkles. It's probably a foam wrapped. It's probably it's foam. probably foam wrapped, you know, with a wrapper on it. Well, it's probably, probably foam it wrapped with this convoluted mm-hmm. egg crate foam right. with a polyester mm-hmm. wrap and put in a down uh, a downproof sack. And there, but within that type of cushion, there are a myriad. It's just not like you're going to get the same thing. There's a myriad of qualities, you know, from poor quality, okay qualities, pretty good quality, high quality. I just want to throw this out there. So if you sit on a sofa and after, like you're checking out sofas, you sit on a sofa, you get up and it looks wrinkled after you get up or it looks kind of flatter that doesn't mean it's poorly made or badly made. It's just a different type of cushion. Yeah, and we're going to get softer ones, right? Well, well, but yeah. But my point is just just because it does that does not mean it's poorly made. Mm-hmm. No, I know you're getting into no. That we're going to get into the other two types, right? But I just want you to understand these these three basic types because the hybrids of all of the other kinds of cushions come from these. So let's go on to our next one, and it's called Spring Down, and this is probably the three of us like this the best. It's a core of interlocking springs, just like, um, just like a, a think of an old fashioned um, mattress uh, mattress. Cause you always had to get the box spring, you know, of interlocking springs. Then that is wrapped in a foam box. So literally a box of foam is made on all four sides around it to the shape of the cushion. And then it has a very thick layer, usually, um, of down or a down slash some kind of fill, like maybe a polyester fill um, or a polyester fiber. And then that is wrapped again um, in a some kind of a um, fiber wrap and then put into a um, downproof sack. And see, it's that little bit of core, of the core of the interlocking springs that gives it the the bounce and it keeps the shape. Because if you just put foam, and you, there is there is a hybrid of foam wrapped with the down layer, then wrapped with the polyfill layer, um, and then put in the downproof case. But if you get that little bit of a spring, 
that keeps it from losing its shape. So it's soft, but yet it keeps its shape. It does need a little fluffing, but it doesn't need a lot. And then the next one is called the down or the blend down. Um, Can I stop cushion. you for one second? You yes, are of such course. a fabulous role. I feel like jumping up and down on my cushions right now. <laughs> the downproof sack we're talking about that is so the little feathers don't poke through, the right? So feather. people understand that. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, I think because most, I mean, I just happened to look at my, um, my sofa that I don't like so much and took because I love the fabric on it and it is a slipcover sofa. So I just thought, what is inside here? And I unzipped the cushion and took it out and peeked through it. And it, it's it's not really thick. It's just a very, very high, um, um, closely woven, very thin fabric. So just, and there is not a bit of down in that cushion, but it really helps if the foam breaks down that it doesn't come out as well, or you don't get foam dust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds so good. Uh, all, all these three types are wrapped in this or should be wrapped in this downproof sack. The the last kind is the down or the blend down um, cushion. And that is a thin foam core with thick layer of polyester fiber over a layer of polyfiber blend with down. Now that's a lot more down in it than anything than the polyfiber. You, I, I guess you can get a totally down cushion, you know, like, uh, I, I just keep thinking of Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you would, you would see them throw the Downton Abbey. These are obviously the most comfortable cushions and often they are a full cushion, the length of the sofa. They tend not to be, you know, two or three per sofa. That's one long one, but they are the most comfortable. So if okay. it wasn't so much I fluffing think involved. I'm going to fight you on that one nicely mm-hmm. because I think that, first of all, they're horrifically expensive because down is very, very expensive. But let me just go back and then I'm, I'm going to just give put my two cents in. Um, you know, in, in Downton Abbey, they take the cushions off the sofa and throw them on the floor and then beat them up a little and put them back on. And they're the ones that have that loft like that that it looks like uh, they are, um, there's an arch to them. So they look very lofty. And when you sit in them, though, you will sink down just like a down pillow. Um, they are comfortable, but if you don't like the feeling of having to crawl out of your sofa, and I, <laughs> I seriously don't like that, um, that may not be the way to go. And you probably can't afford it. So this no, is I'm why not, no, nowadays, it is very expensive, but they're very comfortable is what I'm saying. I, they are, a lot but of I think downsides to using them, but I, but yeah, they're very comfortable. No, I, I don't Again, know anybody. all these down puns, your guys are killing me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. And I don't know anybody that has these, but they are quite comfy is what I, that was but the point the, I was making. Well, when I, when I was a little girl and I lived in England, we actually did have one and um, it, it was wonderful. However, anything that has more down in it is going to squish down more. That's right. right. Nowadays you have this thin core foam and then a layer of polyester. Then it's usually a polyester fiber and down blend because you want that comfort of down, but you don't necessarily want to, and and you have to fuss with it a lot. You have to keep punching it up, throwing it on the floor, giving it a good shake. And even my, um, 
my sofa that I love in the living room. I have to do that to it because it has a lot of down in it and I love the way it feels, but um, I do have to give it a good shake now and then. So out of those three types, the all foam, the spring down and the down or blend down cushions, there are hybrids like you just can't even imagine. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. So here's what I what's really important. If you are a con, con, uh, the consumer and you're in the market to buy a sofa, really do your homework. And if they tell you, you know, ask about the construction of the cushions, get it in writing, look for that, that number that we're talking about, that ILD or the IFD, um, ask for a picture of a breakdown. They should have a picture of what it looks like inside, like, like a slice. You know what I'm saying? So you know what it is. Read the reviews because sitting on a sofa one or two times is not going to be a good indication of how comfortable or how long it will last. Yeah. Good points. And this whole episode stems from when we did the episode on must knows about purchasing a sofa. That's number 227. And we just had so much information at that time that we wanted to, you know, share more info about specifically the cushion. So, you know, like we talked about in that episode, you want to know all there is to know before you go in and buy a sofa because you're going to get really wrapped up in the fabric and the style. Ha ha, wrapped up. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I didn't mean that one either. And, um, you know, so it's going to distract you then from, you know, the real meat and potatoes, which is how is this cushion going to feel? How long is it going to last? And what kind of maintenance is going to be required? So Yvonne in particular is giving you this oodles and oodles of great info today. And sometimes when you go into these sofa places, like she's saying, there's actually not only a picture, but sometimes they just have the cushions, you know, sliced open and kind of raw so you can see them and see what's going on. That would be a great thing if you were in a shop that had that sort of thing for you to really be able to tell what's going on in case you get some of the the um, names mixed up or, you know, you forget your number count or things like that. That is a great visual to help you decide what is the best for you. And you will be surprised how they look. I mean, it's very interesting to see a, a cushion sliced. And so you can see how, how it's built. Very different from a long time ago where they used horse hair and they used down and they used all different kinds of things. Because again, the affordability of it, um, you'd price yourself out. Now, in, in my research, and I've sort of known this, anything under about $2,000 is considered a cheaper sofa. And so... um I've had ones way over that and ones a lot less than that. And let me tell you, my more expensive sofa, The I talk about the two 18th century sofas that I had in my home for 28 years because they were so well and they were so expensive, I couldn't justify replacing them. And about seven or eight years after I'd had them, and they say that's about the normal anyway, that people want to replace or you should replace a sofa that's not a very expensive one because they begin to wear out. And I just wanted to get rid of it, but I, them, they were a pair, but I couldn't because they were just too expensive. I felt like I was throwing money out the window, but you know, I may be, I may have really changed my mind after doing the research for this podcast. It is important. And after having a dud of one, especially in my 
family room and the thought of replacing it, it's not four years old Mm. and it's just really not holding up. So because of that, I'm really thinking, wow, maybe the way to go is to get a much better sofa and just, I know it's horrific to have it, um, reupholstered, but maybe have it re-slip covered when that time comes that I get tired. Yeah. And maybe you replace the cushions. I mean, if you love the frame, the shape of the frame, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, slip covering or reupholstering a sofa is about the same price as buying a new sofa, but that's another thing that could be done if your cushions have lost their mojo, uh, but you Mm -hmm. love everything else about it. You can just Mm -hmm. have the cushion inside redone and you can go to about any good upholsterer and they would be able to, you know, just give them your cushions with the covers on and they'll be able to replace those for you with whatever style cushion that you want. You know, no matter, you know, no matter what was in there previously, you can have it done the way that you want. Let's say you buy a $5,000 sofa. And I know don't run off the road when I say this. Some of you are, you know, don't lose your dog when you're walking it. But boy, I've really changed my mind about this. Um, Although I don't want to keep it for maybe 15 years, I could probably get it slip covered for far less than that. Uh, um, You know, far, far less than that. I've had two um, sofas slip covered and they... They were, depending on the material that you use, especially the labor is going to be about the same. It's the, it's the material that you choose. So maybe you could get another, you could double the lifespan of a very good sofa by changing out the slip covering or the upholstering. Again, it's more of, uh, it's a flat rate for the upholster that you'll get, whether you choose a cheaper or more expensive fabric. And that's the big difference in what you're going to pay. Um, but oh, what what an eye opener! And I just really thought I knew a lot about sofas. But uh, th- hey, don't be too wise in your own eyes. I think that's a proverb. Ooh, wise <laughs> in your eyes. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be too wise. I like that be- one. Yeah, yeah, that's in, from the book of Proverbs. And just thinking that you just don't think that you know everything. Just make sure that, like me, that you're the next time that you're going to buy a sofa, you are going to do major homework. Or sit in your sofa. I mean, you got to, if you can sit in it when you're trying it out, that's, that, that's worth a thousand words, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, but even if you sit in it, it's, I mean, you have, it has to feel good to you. And a lot of the times, because other people have sat in a sofa, it's somewhat broken into its, how it's going to feel normally. Um, but make sure you sit in it, lay in it, you know, take the cushions off, change them around, see how they feel. Um, know your, know your numbers, know what's inside of it. Get some, and don't buy it without a guarantee. That's the other thing. I bought a sofa that had no guarantee because of the name. Very big mistake. So, now, what kind of guarantee can you expect to get on a sofa? Well, it highly varies. Some place you don't mm-hmm. get guarantees, and some place mm-hmm. you do get a guarantee. So, you, mm-hmm. you have to really check that out for yourself. Um, although the sofa I have, I love the fabric, I love the frame. The frame is holding up wonderfully. So, maybe I shouldn't diss it too much, but I am going to have the mm-hmm. so the cushions totally redone. Well, and you have to be careful about that because even if they'll do returns, if you bought it online, I don't know, you better be sure you understand the policy on return because you may have to ship it back, which may be $200. <laughs> I, I don't know. You are I mean, just, so right about that. Just be sure you know. I mean, just mm-hmm. buyer beware before you buy. And that's such a good point because I just, I'm returning a coffee table 
And the idea of having to pack that coffee table up, I, I'm just going to give it to one of my kids. It's not worth my trouble. No, it's not. Do Most you know of those I'm, aren't. But can you imagine a, a sofa? Like if you, if you can return it, what just absolutely know the, know the return policy. It's so important. Yeah. Well, when I was in law school, that was uh, one of our favorite Latin phrases. I don't know. It was just like some, we would joke around when we were like delirious from studying, but caveat emptor, that's buyer beware. <laughs> beware. Right. So mm-hmm. yes. So caveat emptor of all the time, especially in big t- ticket prices, uh, items, which have high prices. And, you know, we're talking about sofa cushions, but but this extends to obviously chair cushions, all kinds of cushions. So, you know, it isn't just for your sofa. You want to consider this for anything that you're having upholstered, whether you're buying it new and it's upholstered or you're buying something uh, at a thrift store or vintage and you want to have it reupholstered. These are things that you'd want to talk to also the person doing the upholstery for you because they will have these same options. And talking along that same line, Kelly, I just bought another chair for my family room because of my foot. I, I had gotten a recliner that does that looks like a chair. I was so specific that I wanted this. And if you go in, online, you can see my family room. You can see that chair. It has a big herringbone pattern on it. And I wore that thing to death. That thing didn't owe me a penny. It held up so well. Um, but it was time for it to go because I, I just used it so much. So we bought a new one from the same company and it came with so many guarantees. Very expensive. It was way more than I wanted to pay, but the guarantee alone made it worth it. Ah. And I would just transfer that right to a sofa. I'm not going to buy one. Never will I buy one again. Well, they say never say never, but I hope I don't ever buy one again that has no guarantee and that I'm not totally in the know about every part of construction of the sofa. Right. And, you know, again, uh, you need to read the guarantee. I mean, just when it says, oh, and it's a money back guarantee, but then you read the fine print and it's, you know, only a money back guarantee on if, a Monday if a hurricane's coming right, through. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like if it never shows up or something like mm-hmm. that. It's not oftentimes a, a guarantee or a warranty on any, uh, certainly any decor item, you know, it's few and far between anyway, but certainly it most oftentimes may not apply to the selections that mm-hmm. you had the opportunity to make and deliberate upon before you made the choice. So you can't really say, oh, well, I picked the cheaper cushion, but now I don't like it. You know, so really, you know, do your homework. Listening to this podcast, you're doing a lot of homework on learning how to choose the best cushion for you. And then if you are lucky enough to be working with a company that has a guarantee or warranty, you know, read that, take the extra 10, 15 minutes, look it over and make sure you know what it covers, uh, because that might save you a lot of headache and a lot of money at the end of the day. If, you know, somehow along the line, you did make a choice that they're not a hundred percent happy with. And here's another thing. The, there are so many. Um, earth-friendly, sustainable um, products used in sofas now because I was reading articles about, and I just can't quote the numbers flown out of my head, how many sofas sit in landfill fills and for how many years because oh my gosh, of yeah. the man-made products so that they don't yeah, decompose take a while with the wood frame. as well. But they were saying. Oh, yeah. And you know, I mean, the so- springs in some of them. 
Yes. Oh, I know to think of that. But any, I mean, you know, anyway, neither here well, nor there. Well, that was but- what one of the things that prompted me to mm-hmm. transform my red DNA couch into an outdoor um, couch yeah. for my patio, which was a little crazy, mm-hmm. but really worked out well. I mean, that was a, a big project, but I just, part of it was, you know, not only did it fit perfectly on my bricked patio at the time, but I thought, Where's what's going to happen to this thing? I got to pay to get drag it out of here, and then it's just going to sit and rot somebody somewhere. Nobody's going to want this DNA couch, and so I just pulled it all apart and you know used the frame and and then so when had she says made for it DNA couch, she means kids <laughs> on it and they spit up a lot. I don't know. We're just going to leave it there. Yeah, there was a lot of well, yeah, it, there was. A there lot were little of, kids. Yeah. There were little kids. There was a, a lot, lot of, of kid, kid mess on, on there. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they left. Here's their mark. the other. Here's the other thing that um, I was just so impressed. If you can find cushions that are 100% natural latex with the spring core wrapped in that 50-50 blend that we talked about of um, polyfill or down or or down in feathers even, they say that that's the finest construction cushion available and um, unless you're allergic to latex. But they said that also that will decompose a lot easier. And I thought that was that was really worth looking into. Um, and the, here's the bottom line, be informed. Just like we tell you with every single thing that you purchase, be an informed consumer. And in, when it comes to sofas, don't buy the cheapest sofa, but buy the best sofa that your budget can afford with all the info that you've gathered. Wow. Yeah. And you might have to listen to this one twice and then go back and listen to uh, Must Know Sofa uh, at number 227 and then put put those together. Yeah. Say, save this. So when you're in the market, you may not be now, but someday you probably will be. Make sure that you listen to this because it will save you so many headaches yeah. in life. And you know, of all the things, your bed should be very comfortable. I would say your sofa's got to be almost as comfortable as your bed. Oh, yeah, certainly. Well, Kevin really wants it to be because that's where he now is, right? <laughs> that's right. It is his bed. Thanks so much for being with us today. Remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.